to perfection. Because twice, two times in the Gospel of Matthew, uh, our Lord commands or at least tells us that the goal of our life is to be perfect. This time that we hear in the Gospel this morning, which happens uh, towards the end of the Gospel of Matthew, this is really one of the last things, one of the last teachings that Jesus uh, has before he begins the walk to the Passion. And the other time that it happens in the Gospel of Matthew is in the Sermon on the Mount, in chapter 5 of the Gospel of Matthew, where, where Christ just says directly, Be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. And these two passages are connected because, well, first they're in the same Gospel, spoken by the same person, but they really legitimately make bookends in the teachings of Christ. Because this is what the goal of our humanity is. We are created in the image and likeness of God. And if we are created in the image and likeness of God, the goal is to be as fully in that likeness as is possible. That's perfect. That is fullness. That is the completion. That's what that word uh, that's translated there is perfect means. All of those things, completion, fullness. It is the perfection of who we are created to be in the image and likeness of God. And so this gospel, Lord willing, then, is a big challenge for us. And we can understand this reading with what is also said in the Sermon on the Mount, because basically the same thing is said. We have this man who comes to Jesus and says, how do I inherit eternal life? And Christ says, follow the commandments. And the man says, well, which ones? Christ could have named a whole bunch of them, right? We know the Ten Commandments that were given to Moses. We know all of the various uh, commandments that were given throughout the, the, the scriptures. But Christ narrows it down at this point to six. Don't kill. Don't commit adultery. Don't bear false witness. Don't steal. Honor your father and your mother and love your neighbor. And these are basically the exact same commandments that Christ uses when he's talking in the Sermon on the Mount, when he tells us about be ye perfect, these are the same commandments that he uses to help us to understand what it really means to even follow the commandments. And of course, this young man was hoping that the Lord would give him something and he'd be able to make check marks. I did that, I did that, I did that, which is basically what he does, right? But to really follow these commandments, Christ tells us is even deeper than this man really realizes. Not just about making a check mark of, uh, uh, next to, yep, I did that one. Because remember, if we look back in the Sermon on the Mount, Christ says, you shall not kill. That means don't be angry with someone. That means don't have anger and bitterness in your heart against someone. And as, as an aside, St. Nicodemus the Hagiorite in his commentary on you shall not kill, he even says, during the time of a plague, if you are reckless, and you um, infect other people with the plague, then you are yourself guilty of violating the commandment, you shall not kill. It's about having the other people's life in your, in your hands and understanding what that means and how we have to be careful with one another, not even to be angry with one another or be reckless with one another. That's a big one. You shall not commit adultery. He says... Uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, if you even have lust in your heart, you have committed adultery. And even further, he uses that commandment to talk about how our eyes, we need to be very careful with where our eyes go. 
for great will their reward be. What a heavy thing. So to have eternal life, to answer this man's question, is to follow the commandments and to follow the commandments in a way that is not just following the letter of the commandments, but is really getting into the spirit of what each of those commandments uh, means. And so no wonder this man, hearing all of this, at first, of course, he thinks he's, he's got it, but that's why Christ has the end of the last one. If you want to be perfect, if you want to be complete, if you want to be fulfilled fully in the image and likeness of God, sell everything that you have, give it to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Devote everything that you have to following Christ. That's what it's about. Even following all of the commandments is about um, changing everything that we think, everything that we do, where our eyes go, where our feet go, where our hands go, uh, whatever it is that we're doing, it is all about following Christ. And so I don't know about you, but I would have been like that young man and walked away despondent and thinking, well, what can we do? Well, thankfully, the Lord tells us with men this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And he gives us the example of the camel going through the eye of a needle. Now, we think about a camel and the eye of a needle, right? That's the most common thing that we think about, trying to thread through an eye of a needle. I can't even do the thread through an eye of a needle, let alone trying to get a camel, right? Well, some of the commentators on this passage actually say that the eye of the needle was a gate to get into the city. And that the eye of the needle was impossible for a camel to get through that gate if he had all that baggage and all of that luggage on. But maybe if the camel was without all of that baggage, might just be able to squeeze through that little area of the gate, that little eye of the needle. And I want you to think about that. Because when we think about that imagery in that way, we, and we think about all of the sins that we have because we look at the commandments and when we interpret them in a way that says, you know, this is much more difficult than just check boxes uh, on a sheet. If it's really about the things that are going on in my brain, the things that are going on in my mind and in my heart, then I am weighed down and burdened like a camel heavy with a whole bunch of stuff. And I can't get through the eye of the needle. I can't get through the narrow way, right? Christ says that the way is narrow. How do we release all of those burdens? How do we get through them? Repentance. We get through that through coming before our Lord in repentance. And of course, in the Orthodox Church, we know that that is coming to the Lord in the mystery of confession. Where we were able to take all of our baggage and we were able to put it at the feet of our Lord. And he doesn't look at it and say, well, too bad, you're not worthy. When we release that baggage, he says... Enter into the door. Enter into the narrow way. And we begin to see how perfection is possible. How completion and wholeness and fullness of who we are called to be is possible. It's not about being perfect from the day we are born to the day we die. It's getting to that place of perfection through living a life of repentance. Through living a life of recognizing where we are sinful, where that baggage is, where we are loaded down, and being able to then jettison that baggage by the help of Christ and being able to walk through the narrow gate, being able to walk through the narrow way into the kingdom of heaven. It is a great and heavy thing, but brothers and sisters, it is possible. It might seem 
possible to us when we think about our sins. But with God, as it says in the scripture today, even a sick, sinful person like me, through repentance, through the mystery of confession, through jettisoning all that baggage that we have with our sinfulness, even me can walk through the narrow gate with the help of Christ, with continuing to struggle, continuing to live a life of repentance. And so, brothers and sisters, we have in this gospel a great challenge for us. The man asks the perfect question, how do we inherit eternal life? Well, follow the commandments. But don't just follow those commandments so that you're checking boxes. Follow those commandments so that you are actually working to holiness. And when you fall short and when you realize the place where you have the baggage that you are carrying, repent. Especially in the mystery of confession. Especially in that opportunity to lay those burdens at the feet of Christ who will then look upon us with mercy and help us to squeeze through that narrow gate, working with him. Might seem impossible when we know our sins, but with God, all things are possible. Perfect. That's what we're called to. Perfection in the image and likeness of God. We get there only through repentance. May we repent and ourselves be found fully, complete, perfect in the image and likeness of God.